Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy three-day weekend, San Diego. Welcome in to Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. Here with you for four. Baseball season feels like it's starting to bubble a little bit. Starting to get more stories coming out of camp. Not just the Padres, but really across baseball. Um, and so, you know, that makes for a, a better radio show here on 97.3 The Fan. What are the, uh, uh, what are the Padres doing? Well. If, other than switching their second baseman and shortstop. Well, I mean, there, we, we finally got to hear from leadership that uh-huh. we didn't uh, really get to discuss. Um, starting to kind of get some of the little tidbits about who's starting first game, how that may affect ah, right. as you move into Korea, who has a shot to pitch in those games. It's going to be no-no, Joe. I think it's I mean, I think he basically told us, he didn't tell us last week, but he he hinted that he and Darvish are going to be the two. And I would think if you put that together with the fact that Musgrove starting the preseason opener, what did Mike Schultz say? He's pretty funny. Somebody asked Mike Schilt who was starting the preseason opener, and Mike Schilt said, "I don't know. I haven't checked my Twitter account yet to let me know to let me know what I said." You're going to get a lot of those little quips. Yeah, that's I think, good. From, uh, that's good, Mike. From Mike, but I, I think you're right. I think Joe is. It seems like he is at least on the path to be the opening day starter, and I think it makes sense. You go back to last year, um, the situation, and, and you know, quite frankly. The Padres haven't had the best of luck as it pertains to what's on the calendar and how it affects their spring training. Last year, you had the WBC. That then threw off um, Joe's, or not Joe's, but it threw off Yu's. Uh, yeah, know, that's chance. right. He couldn't start he couldn't for start a week or two. Right, because he went yeah, down that's there. that's right. Then, I forgot about that. And then you had Joe, who had the unfortunate uh, mishap with the kettlebell oh, uh, and his my foot. goodness, right? yes. So... Uh, that kind of, you know, all of that kind of was thrown into last year, and we know how that, that lasts. Now, this year, I don't think it's all that much easier. You're getting started with camp earlier. Um, your season is going to start a week earlier than everybody else's, but it seems as though uh, Joe and you have come in prepared. And I, and, I, and I bring up Joe because last year all of that happened, and he still went 10-3. and three. And, I know. And, and we were talking about that last week. It seemed like he didn't have much of a season. No, but Not but, much if you count 10-3, and three, right. which was actually the same number of games he won the year that, before that's, that's when right. he had a 
quote, great season. Right, and, and that's what I'm getting at is is it seems like he's ascended. Last year, I think he got to start the home opener uh, for the pods, yes. right? He is, I think, ascended to really earning, uh, assuming he goes out and he's healthy and he throws the ball the way he checks all of his boxes, as he talked about. I think he's earned the fact to, 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 to be the number one guy. On opening day. Yeah, Blake Snell got the opening day start last year. That's how it turned out yeah. against the Rockies. I, I don't know if anybody remembers this. The Rockies actually won the first they two did. games of the season. <laughs> they did. Maybe we should have known they something sp- right off the bat. split with them, right? It was a four-game set. The, 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 the Padres won the next two, but yes, the uh, the Rockies actually won the first two. We should have known. I think C.J. Crone hit two home runs in that game. And he finished the season with two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was something I mean, like, maybe three. It was yeah. something three. like that. He didn't hit the ball the rest of the year. Trust me, he's on my fantasy team, and I dropped was, him like a month and a half He was the Rockies Padre killer. Usually it was Charlie Blackman. Yeah. He missed some time, it seemed like, against the Padres quite right. a bit last year. So, Who'd from, you have for the first three games starting last year for the Padres? Starting pitchers? Yeah, starting pitcher. Actually, the four-game the four game series, who did you have against Colorado? Do you remember? Yeah, I think we had uh, Blake. Snell first. Waka? No. Was it Lugo? No. Oh, man. No. Wait, what are we talking? We're talking about who started the first four games last year for the Padres. Ooh. In order. That is a great question. Oh, wait. Uh, Weathers was in there, wasn't he? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here was the, here's the first five. Give us the first five. I'll give you the first five. Uh, you, the one you've forgotten, and then everything else will fall into place. Snell started the first one. Nick Martinez ah, started right. the second game of the season. And then Waka, then Lugo. And then Ryan Weathers started the fifth game, which was against Arizona. Another game that the Padres won, and that was the game that... So um, not Soto. Kim and Dahl hit the homer in the bottom ninth. of the ninth That's inning right. to win the game. It was their only, was their only walk-off <laughs> win until like October. Yeah, but uh, yeah. The, so the first five didn't include either Darvish or Musgrove last year, right? Might, because of been the what bad, you because might, of what you said. It was might have been a, an, an omen that we didn't realize at the time of of how things were going to go at that point. But yeah, uh, things are certainly, uh, I think. Moving in the the right direction, a little better. The other conversation is closer, and, and Suarez at this point um, probably is the 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 horse, the lead horse at this point in, right. in terms of who's going to get a chance. Now, that being said, he hasn't been healthy enough to be the closer at the start of the season the last two years. Um, this is the second year of the big deal he signed, and this is one of those things. If you're not healthy to be the closer on opening day. Right? Yep. Matsui could come in and get the save on opening day and just never lose the job. Never let it up. That could happen. I'm not telling Suarez to hurry up, but if he wants to be closer, he better be ready to at least be closer. Yeah. And according to the article Dennis Lynn wrote, Mike Schilt, you know, mentioned both of those two guys. Yeah. And really the eighth and ninth at at times being interchangeable because of how right. the lineup Depending made. Depending on who's coming up. And so what we do know, what I think was kind of a, a, a non-starter or a mystery, is that Mike Schilt is going to approach those innings a little bit differently than Bo Mel did last year. I think, and Bo- he's going to be doing what I think most managers are going to start doing. Not everyone. There will be some, some teams where there's one closer, and they just close every game no matter what. Right. But I don't think that many people are going to be doing that anymore. Baseball seems to be changing. Yeah, along those lines. Here's my I, thing, though, Tony. 
Who's going to be at third base? I knew it was coming. Who's going to be at second? <laughs> who's going to be at DH? Who's going to be at center field? Yeah. I mean, we're two days from the spring opener. My best guess, if nothing happens between now and when you guys all step on the field at 3 in the morning in Korea a couple of weeks from now, my best guess would be the third baseman will be Matthew Batten, the DH will be Manny, and Jackson Merrill, Jackson Maryland center. Or, or, or I mean, center, are you going to yeah. put Profar in center? Are you going to put Fernando in you, center? You, and, no, you leave. You could leave. You could leave Fernando there. You can have a Zocar play center. You could have, have a Zocar in center. Profar come off the bench. Yeah, you could do that. I'm just saying, though. That's it. There really aren't a whole lot of other options unless something changes between now and then. Yeah. I still think something's going to change. I do too. But you know, here we are. Yeah. No, it, it hasn't it, happened it, yet. It's certainly. Um, the glaring need uh, on the roster doesn't mean there's not a plan, though. And so uh, right. we'll see where that goes. Over the weekend, Eric Cassinda, uh, who is now really um, the guy, you know, at the top of the, of the food chain as it pertains to the, to the Padres in terms of ownership, he spoke publicly um, about, you know, where this organization's future is, what his role will be in it. Um, it was quite interesting. He was asked specifically why this year's payroll um, is $100 million less than last season. Yeah, I think we went into the year with the view of, of assembling talent and, and balance for the team. Um, payroll is an output of that. And I think as AJ's described, you know, we're not necessarily done. It's been a kind of an odd free agent market uh, evolution this year. And so... We're, um, you know, we're marching toward building the, the talent pool that we think can win this year. How much flexibility is there for what the rest of the offseason might bring? There's flexibility. I mean, we don't get into specific payroll numbers, as you guys know, but, um, you know, we're working every day on, on events to the roster as well as, as some trades and free agent stuff. So the, the you know, the roster is still in progress, and I think AJ's described that as well. Are you looking to reset the luxury tax this year? Again, the, that'll be an output of, of the mission of kind of bringing a talented group together. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, so, you know. Eric uh, Kusenda doing his best Eric Gruppner <laughs> imitation there. Very good, Eric. All these Eric's are really right good. next to each other. Was he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're really good at, at saying, answering the question, but making sure they really don't tell us too much. But I, I, I don't. You know, I'm glad to hear from him and yeah. make it official. But, I mean, we all know that they have to get under the luxury tax this year. They just have to. It, it would be horrendously bad business if, I, I was not just getting to ready do that, If you right? think spending a whole lot of money is bad business, it's yeah. even worse. It would be to, worse. To, to stay above that tax. That's what I think. So you know that they have to get under that. And once you know that, you know that their options are going to be a little limited. And based on what Tony and I just talked about, that there's still some holes I believe AJ and this team are going to make the necessary moves to fill the ones they feel they're going to need to fill. You know, I, yeah. I think they will. They'll figure it out. And, if, you know, if Jackson Merrill isn't ready, they'll find somebody to get ready, a fourth outfielder. If Matthew Batten, they don't want to go there at third base and Manny DH, Manny DH or Manny plays third, they might go out and sign a DH. I still, you know, all of those things are still in play. Yeah. So. Uh, the one question I think a lot of people 
at least if they weren't asking out loud, they were wondering. And, and that was what kind of instruction, if any, uh, Peter Sider left behind in terms of running the organization before uh, his unfortunate passing. I mean, I think he was pretty um, candid with what he thought, what the expectations he set for this organization. Um, and that's the sort of vision and path that we're carrying forward. So, you know, he and I had a, a long and, and close relationship. So I think I, I, you know, I'm well suited right now to sort of implement what, what's going on there. And again, with a lot of stability in the organization, I think that's shouldn't be lost on anybody that we've got, you know, a, a very stable leadership team, one of the most stable leadership teams in, in, in the league. And, um, you know, that's really helped us kind of manage through this transition. So, I mean, it sounds like the same things we were hearing from Peter publicly were the same things he was saying right. privately. So, And that should be no surprise to anybody who um, got a chance to understand who Peter was um, over the course of his time owning this ball club. I'm not, I'm not concerned that Peter Seidler left this thing in a messy yeah. place. No. I'm not concerned about that. And anybody who's trying to make the connection between them not spending as much money and his passing, again, is overlooking what we just talked about. You've got to get under the luxury tax. You just have to. Yeah. So this is their year to you know suck it up a little bit and figure out another way to do it. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Still so. a talented team without adding additions, but there is. I think you can – Really get past it. There's there's some spots that seem to be uh, I don't want to say glaring holes, but they they you know they could be filled. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. What one more before we go to break? Uh, Eric Cinda met with the ball club before uh, he met with the media. Here's what he had to say about it. Yeah, I mean we're going to get into specifics, but Mike, um, you know some introductions, some setting the tone for the year. Um, you know, a moment to, to talk about and reflect on Peter, of course. Um, you know, acknowledging the, the, you know, accountability and responsibility that the players have to the organization and, we're, and, and to the city, you know, the, the community and the military and all those sorts of things that play into what makes the Prodigies brand what it is. So, um, yeah, just setting the tone. Next time, give us specifics. Come on. <laughs> they, don't, they don't discuss specifics, man. Come on, They man. don't discuss specifics, we but I want a couple of specifics. You will get none and you like it. You will get nothing like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to break. We have a full show. Sam Levitt will join us from Peoria to talk a little bit about what he's hearing down on the ground. Uh, we'll have a fantabulous sports game show. That should always—that's trouble for Scraby. That should be fun for sure. Where no, is Scraby, by the way? Has he spoken yet? Today? He has not. He I'm must be working to, over I'm there. Trying to cameras working? Uh, yeah, the cameras are fine. Okay. I'm trying to upgrade the video stream so that, like, we can play the video as they're speaking to the people that are watching on YouTube. Because now we have two two big audiences, yeah, guys. Yeah, we got yeah. two audiences to serve. Um, apparently, I'm not doing it right because I'm honestly just. Trial and error right now. Well, uh, apparently, who, who are you being told that? Uh, uh, it's, are, no one's like blaming me. They're just like, there's an echo on on him. Uh, there's they're, an echo. they're just helping. They're just helping. They want yeah. they want your sound quality. They want our sound quality to be uh, be on point. I can't. Yeah, be mad I'm trying. For that. I'm trying, but I'm not sure that we're going to be doing that again <laughs> Chris, today. Chris versus <laughs> the fans in the four o'clock hour. Big five, all your favorites. Let's get to break. More Gwen and Chris. On the other side, Steven Strasburg, San Diego. Steven Strasburg. 
is uh, kind of being pushed around a little bit in terms of what he's going to do after baseball. We'll talk about it when we return. We're going to Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, big doings on this uh, Tuesday. Welcome back to uh, Gwen and Chris. Hope you missed us over the last uh, three days. Uh, we missed you. Tried to stay busy. Uh, coming up tonight, after our show is over, big game for the Aztec basketball team. They've got uh, Utah State tonight up in Logan, Utah. Uh, the Aggies are favored by two and a half points. We'll get into that a little bit later in our daily gambit. But once again, Tony Gwynn Jr., the Aztecs are in the rankings at number 19. There's that number again. Very good number, yeah. But better than that is the news that came out over the weekend that the NCAA Tournament Committee, as it stands now, will seed them fourth in the NCAA Tournament. So, really, the Aztecs are in fantastic shape. Provided, and they win tonight, I think they're going to clinch one of those top four seeds. I mean, this is really the one very tough game left on their schedule. Uh, Mark Ziegler in his article seemed to indicate that even if they lose tonight, they could win out and most likely hang on to that number four seed. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, they weren't even a four seed last year. I I don't think they're in any range to clinch anything, but they're going to have to. I mean, they're going to have to. Don't get it twisted. As much love as they're being shown right now. They can take the love they, away. They are quick to take the love away yeah. from really any team in the Mountain West. It's not just San Diego State. See, the so, thing that Ziegler pointed out is that the last two years, when the tournament committee has announced its 16 teams right now at this point in the season, 15 of those 16 have stayed in position when they announced the actual field. But that means there's one that hasn't. And you know who they'll take out, right? <laughs> so, of course. Yeah. That's usually how it works. So, yeah. listen, I, I think um, the Aztecs have turned up the dial a little bit. Uh, after that last road loss, they have responded 
in a very good fashion. And it bodes well. They got a tough one tonight. They want to take care of. They get it, they take care of here tonight. It's an, it's I don't want to say the use the word easy. The path isn't as strong as it had been the previous four. Yes, and they could also move into first place. Yeah. And they would have the tiebreak over Utah State because they could sweep the series with a win tonight. Yeah. There is so much at stake for them this evening. So uh, we'll I mean, wish the, Brian the, Dutcher. The, the four seed is – I saw it fourth in the in the Midwest bracket is what I believe I saw. I believe they have them in the same – right now the Aztecs, according to the tournament committee – don't look at the AP rankings. The tournament committee, which is far more important, has them as the 14th best team in the country. So not only they are four seed – but there are two teams that are four seeds lower than them. I'm glad the committee's paying attention. It seems as if they are. Now, Jay Wright, just to put a little fly in the ointment, oh, you know Jay Wright is the guy on Villanova, CBS. Former Villanova coach. And he's a talking head on CBS. When they were revealing these the other day, as soon as they said San Diego State, Jay Wright popped up said, What? San Diego State? He completely disagreed. Ah. He thought everything else you guys have done is perfectly right, except but for not them. State. They don't. They shouldn't be that high. Well, so Jay, you're in our crosshairs. Little, little bulletin board material. Little for the, bulletin for the board material for the boys. Yes, big game tonight. Uh, other news to pass along before we get into this Steven Strasburg story, which is very very interesting. Um, we're going to be giving away tickets. To spring training today, Scraby, what do you have here? <laughs> yes. To Peoria? Yes. To well, I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, you're right. You're right. There's 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 two aspects to this prize, and today you're going to get a pair of tickets to see the Padres in a spring training game at the Peoria Sports Complex, but you'll also be qualified for a grand prize, which is a, which is a trip for two, including tickets, a Southwest gift card, and a one-night hotel stay. So today you get tickets, and you have to find your own way out there. Go with Tony. <laughs> and B, Jumping you're qualified for a full... <laughs> I don't know how much I heard junk in the trunk, but it was jump, jump in, in the, the trunk. trunk. Yes. yes. Uh, the second part is a qualification for a bigger trip. Got so it. There you go. All right. All right. So that's a good thing. That's coming up a little bit later in the program. Now, uh, Mr. Strasburg, he of the gigantic contract, but he of the... Such a bad arm injury that he can't lift his arm above his head. He can't pitch anymore. Right. But apparently the Washington Nationals don't feel like, what, Tony paying him the money? Or don't feel like paying him and him not at least let's, being present? Let's back this up a little bit okay. to uh, a story we covered last year. Um, I think we were on air, and it broke that you know Strasburg was going to retire. And then um, shortly thereafter, he would be in the Nationals' ring of honor, um, and he would, you know, go off into the sunset. That was all told to us by Mike Rizzo, who I have a ton of respect for. He's one of the GMs um, in this game, I think, very, very highly of. Uh, but then it, it might have been 24 hours later, it was decided that he was not going to be retiring, or he wasn't at least going to announce the retirement. And what would then transpire was that uh, that we found out that because Strasburg didn't want to change the terms of his fully guaranteed contract to benefit the Nationals, they now were going to make him basically work for the rest of this contract. 
I don't know what they're going to have him do. I mean, he's going to have him slinging, uh, to your point, slinging he, hamburgers back in the cafeteria. I mean, he's got a lot of work to yeah, do to, to make that money. To, to, to your point, uh, Steven can't physically play the game of baseball no more. Right. He's not playing. Most of the times this happened, teams, um, you know, player retires, they move on, team pays the rest of the contract. If you remember, there was a, a story that came out that uh, Steven Strasburg, when they tried to get the insurance form, they did not allow it. Uh, the insurance, nobody insurance company would take it at that point. Hmm. Uh, and so now it sounds like there's some sour grapes here from ownership. Mike Rizzo, as I said, is, is not to blame here. It's the ownership that feels like, okay, well, I know we are paying you two forty five. He signed that extension right after the World Series. They That's won. Right. Um, got hurt right after. Hadn't been able to really pitch since. I think he made a couple starts. Didn't really bounce back well. He's had to retire, and it just seems like uh, the Nationals are, are, are going to stick it to him um, because of this, basically. Well, I'll be honest with you. If I'm Strasburg, I, I, I maybe I'm not thrilled with this news, but I, you know, I show up and I do what, I, what they need me to do, and then I head on my merry way. And so that seems simplest. Here, uh, uh, Brittany Girioli is the one who wrote, broke the article uh, for The Athletic, uh, and she's kind of paints the picture uh, in terms of what happened, right? Strasburg uh, last pitched June 22nd. He's dealt with severe nerve damage uh, that throated uh, multiple attempts to come back on the mound. General Manager Mike Rizzo said last year Strasburg would eventually be in the team's ring of honor as one of their great stars. The team approached Strasburg last year about retiring, and plans for the press conference were enough along that the team had tentative September uh, date. Then it all fell apart once ownership came. Now, Strasburg is technically still on the November. On the, they're, they're keeping a, a roster. They're wasting a roster spot to, to stick it just to him. To, on the, just to make, well, you're on the 40-man <laughs> roster, and he's like, what? Right, he's not at spring training, but the Nationals have made it very clear he's expected to be there. Yeah, he's invited like... Every other, and this is Mike Rizzo having to be the yes. spokesman for this, right? <laughs> well, just like anyone else. Right, and he goes, uh, he's got until February 24th to be here, and yeah, I expect him to be here. So mm. there is, a, 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 I think, a lot of people feeling like the Nationals, this is in Washington, are kind of doing a disservice here. So I don't know how it's all going to shake out. I know Strauss is naturally an introvert. He, you know, it's, They're asking him to basically come out and like be a coach and – do some of these things that come on and get. Well, he can't give anybody a high five. He no, can't even he can't. raise his arm up. Exactly. So it's a it's a it's it's an unfortunate situation for Stephen. I don't know how it's going to break. I don't know if he's reported today is the tw- what nineteenth today. Today's the nineteenth. Twentieth. Twentieth. Sorry, 20th. I, 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 I shook my head in a, a fir- uh, affirmation towards Tony. Four, four days to report at this point. We'll see what happens. Interesting. All right. I would like to get him on the show. After some time kind of goes by and just kind of catch up with him and talk a little bit about his career and all of that stuff. He's probably not really keen on doing a whole lot of interviews right now because he probably figures everybody's going to be asking about his injuries and stuff. And I'm really not interested in that. Yes. Well, this is the best. I'd like to congratulate that. him on I, a great I could, show. I could a tell great, you, great career. I can tell you how how retired Strauss is. He's He is fully engaged with helping the San Diego State baseball program. He is doing a ton of work behind the scenes, along with a lot of alum Good. right now, um, to, to try to bring this uh, Aztec uh, 
baseball program back to where we think it should be. Some prominence. Yeah, for all sure. Right. Well, very good. Uh, all right, that's what's going on uh, as far as anything else is concerned in the sports world. We'll get to all of it. We've got our, as mentioned, the uh, Daily Gambit, Fantabulous Sports Game Show, Chris vs. the Fans, The Big Five. When we come back, we'll check in in Peoria, see what uh, Sammy Levitt can uncover for us there with the Padres. That's next. Gwen and Chris rolls on. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Two thirty-eight on a gloomy afternoon in San Diego. Tony Wynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Gravy. You know, if you are like most San Diegans, you know somebody that is beside themselves about no sun again. You know, we had like <laughs> had like four days of, of <laughs> sunshine. Yeah, you, I can, I, I've heard it at least four or five times today about how. I know. Terrible our weather has been. The worst. I love the rain, but ever since I got my dog Lucky, the rain has been a nemesis yeah. because I he, can see that. he, it just, everything just dried out. And so I was able to take him on walks again in the in the dirt. Not anymore. No, it's, it, over. It, it's, uh, it's starting from scratch again. Uh, and we're supposed to get a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, hang in there, San Diego. We'll, we'll be through this. Latest storm uh, before you know it. Yeah. Uh, we'll have Sam Levitt on here real quick uh, before we get to Sam. Uh, Mount, excuse me, Mount Carmel Varsity Soccer Girls. All right, all right. Advanced to the semifinals. The Little Devils, the, I call them. The Little Devils will take on. Chris does call them the Little Devils. Granite Hills 
tomorrow in the semis with a chance to go to the final. So Good that luck. is my last my last game here. They're led by a young lady with the last name of Gwyn yeah, on she's, that Mount Carmel team. She's, she's having she's a quite good, good season, as is a, a, quite a few of her teammates uh, playing yeah, well out there. Good luck to so them they, tomorrow night. They were able to advance one nothing. Yes, so. we're into the high school uh, playoffs, yes, soccer, we are. also basketball. So uh, I've done a couple of playoff basketball games. I got one tonight. What you got tonight? Uh, I don't like to say. Okay. I don't like to say. He doesn't want anybody showing up. I don't want people to show up to heckle me, honestly. If you happen to show up and I'm there, then you can heckle me. But I don't want people going out of their way to heckle me. To show up to heckle you? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right, let's get to our our spring training guest, none other than the great Sammy Lev. Sam, welcome to the show, man. How are you? How's Peoria treating you? Oh, Peoria has been absolutely wonderful. <laughs> In fact, the weather has been terrific, truly. Uh, Tony, you'll remember last year, the first couple of weeks here were cold. brutal. It yeah. was cold. It has been beautiful. Blue skies, sun shining. I have walked around in just my, my polo at times. It has been absolutely gorgeous, and it's been a good time. And, uh, Tony, look forward to seeing you out here soon. But yeah. it's uh, it's it's been terrific. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I love this stuff, and I love this time of year, and, and watching the guys just, you know, do things you see little leaguers do, right? Back yeah, to the basics yeah. and the fundamentals and the drills and everything that spring training is. So it's it's been great so far, truly. It, it, it's funny because I, I actually spoke to Jesse and I, or Jesse Agler and I were texting back and forth. He was we were having a good laugh about the Anthony Rendon story that came out over the yeah. weekend. But he that was the first thing he mentioned. He said, "Man, this weather." He said, "It's actually kind of hot out here. Like it's not yeah. it's not the same thing we've been dealing with over the last uh, couple of spring trains." Sam, obviously this time of year everybody's super excited. It's like the first first week of school, right? Everybody shows up, haven't seen each other over. Uh, the winter and, and and as things are starting to come together, what are some of the things that uh, have, you know, at least popped out to you uh, as the whole squad has kind of uh, entered the phase here? Yeah, look, it's obviously a different year and a different team and different expectations, and there are plenty of names that were here a year ago that are no longer here. So it is a, a different team in, in a different season. But I would say. A few themes pop out. I think number one, a new manager in Mike Schilt. It's, you know, we we heard from the very start when Mike was hired about how detail oriented he was, how about the fundamentals uh, he was, and that has really shined through. I think already in spring training. I said it a little bit earlier on the morning show, but anything you ask Mike Schilt about, he has a very detailed answer, and he thinks about baseball stuff in a way that I I don't think a lot of us think about it. I'll give you an example. The other day, uh, he he had an answer to a question during his daily media scrum about off days, and it was something that maybe most people would give a second or two of thought, but he had a three, four-minute answer on off days and what kinds of off days there there are and, and how it fits into a season. It was a fascinating answer that I have to post at some point. But it was a really good example and good reminder of how detail-oriented Mike Schilt is. So that's been impressive, number one. Number two, there's certainly an acknowledgement of what transpired last season, the disappointment of it, what went wrong. And I think there's also a sense of this team and its leadership understands that they have to play 
as a team and they have to play together and there does have to be uh, sort of a, a checking of egos at the door. It's something I just talked to Jake Cronenworth about. I just did a one-on-one with him and he echoed that. We've heard Joe Musgrove talk about that. Um, there's certainly a sense of, of they need to play as a group, as a cohesive unit, as a team, and maybe an acknowledgement that they didn't battle through adversity all that well last year. That's been something a number of guys have said, and, and hopefully they've learned that lesson as a group, including uh, you know the star players and the leaders on this team. So that's also a big theme. And then beyond that, on the field, with the roster constructed currently the way it is, there's just so much opportunity for guys. There, there just simply is. Whether you want to look at the young guys right now competing for outfield spots, guys like Jackson Merrill, guys like Graham Pauly, Jacob Marcy is here working out with that group. The rotation spots, you have two guys that came over for, from the Yankees that I know the organization is really impressed with and Randy Vasquez and Johnny Brito. But I will tell you, I would not count out Matt Waldron and Pedro Avila in that conversation either. I think there's a very good possibility, and those guys have a very good chance of making this rotation and making this club if they impress. And, uh, you know, I'll potentially throw another name into the mix, Jairo Ariarte, who is really young. But my goodness, Tony, you're going to watch this guy throw, and it is awfully, awfully impressive. I'm not... You're saying that he's going to make the rotation out of spring training, but you know you, you watch him and you start to envision a world where, man, if he impresses to the degree he's capable of, anything is possible, right? Yeah. So the, the point being, there is open competition for a ton, a ton of different spots. And look, we understand that the roster is, is perhaps not complete yet. There, you know, I think we would still all be surprised if there's not another move or two to be made. But the point is, is that right now there is opportunity abound for a number of different guys. And from that sense, it's an interesting spring training so far. And it's fun to watch these guys perform. And right now they're battling for what are open spots. And a lot of question marks means a lot of answers need to be uh, provided during the course of spring training. So all that is good stuff. And I would say those three themes are probably the the main takeaways so far. Sammy Levitt is with us. He's in Peoria. Tony's headed to Peoria here in a couple of days, and uh, we're getting reports, uh, you know, right there with the Padres. Sam, you know, Tony and I were already discussing, and you talked, you you referenced it that there are some potential holes here. Uh, leave the starting rotation out for a minute. If the see if there are no more moves made, if there are no moves, and that's a big if, because I think some moves will be made as you as do you. But who would you put at third base? Who would you put at DH? Who would you put in the outfield on opening day in Korea? Well, let's start with third base. Um, look, Manny looks great, and the throwing looks really good, and everything we've heard, everything we've seen, has been really, really good, and and they have not ruled out the idea of Manny being ready for those games in Korea or on opening day at Petco Park. So that, to me, is still on the table. I mean, everything we've heard from Manny and seen from Manny, it it looks good. Now, he's talked about it. It's about the repetition day-to-day and seeing what his arm can handle, and it's still a process, so there's no guarantee of anything. But I don't think that's totally out of the question. But let's you know, live in a world where, where that doesn't happen. Um, look, I think that it's pretty, well, you know, it's funny, Chris, I haven't really thought about it since Xander Bogart, uh, since that was announced, he was going to second base. So 
third base, look, the options you have are, are what they are, right? I mean, it would have to be a situation where either Hassan Kim is playing third base and you have somebody else playing shortstop or um, or you have somebody else playing third base, somebody like a Matthew Batten, somebody like a, a Graham Pauly who can play over there. Um, look, these are the guys that are in camp and these are the guys that are competing for those spots right now. So I, I don't totally know the answer at third base. Yeah. As far as the outfield, look, Do you think I Jackson think Merrill prefer- is ready to step into one of those spots if they had to? Well, well, I, I think this, in, in getting to the outfield, look, Jackson Merrill is going to play the outfield at the, at the outset of spring training. It's where he's worked at exclusively so far since full squad workouts began. And it is very, very clear that they want to work him into the outfield where he has very limited experience. So, you know, if Manny's not at third base opening day, could Jackson Merrill somehow fit into that infield? I suppose it's possible, but when you focus on just the outfield itself, I mean, guys, right now, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would put Jackson Merrill right right in that conversation, maybe even leading that conversation, unless you're going to go with, you know, one of the guys you brought in is a, a, another non-roster invite who isn't necessarily a, a prospect, but somebody else you brought in. But right now, your options out there are Merrill, or Azokar, and I'm talking about both left and center, but it's Merrill, Azokar, Graham Pauly. I mean, that's who's here right now. And look, like you said, I think we'd all be surprised if there's not another move made, and we know Jerks and Profar is going to show up at some point. Uh, it's been reported, not announced by the team officially, but it certainly sounds like he'll be on his way at some point. That's that. Those are the names you're considering right now because that's who's here, you know, and, and I'm not saying that to knock anybody, but that's the reality right now when you look inside that clubhouse. So um, you ask the question, do I think Merrill's ready for it? Look, we're going to learn over the course of the coming weeks what that outfield experience ultimately translates into in real game action. It's really hard to gauge it, I find, during spring training drills. I mean, what can you really learn from that? He looks good. He's certainly putting in the work to get better out there. But I do think, just on the Merrill part of it, I do think if that spot is open and Jackson Merrill is proving both defensively and offensively he's ready, oh, yeah, I think there is a real, real chance he is on this opening day roster and in that opening day lineup and watching him hit, I mean, it's there. It really is. And we know the kind of prospect he is and we know the talent level. So do I think that's on the table based on his talent and what this roster is right now? I absolutely do. But I, you know, it's very, very hard to project what each spot looks like right now because there's just a lot we don't know. And uh, there, there are spots where, uh, where guys have not played a whole lot where they may be playing come opening day in Korea. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, if you, you just taking everything into account that the Padres ha- have kind of um, been presented with, there has to be some young guy who's going to step up, whether it's in the rotation, could be in the outfield in Jackson Merrill. Yeah, they're going to be younger in spots. That's I don't think there's any question about it. Hopefully there is a move made on the horizon. We'll, we'll see Sammy, Sammy Levitt joins us here live from Padre Spring Training, presented by your San Diego County Toyota Dealer Association. Make We make it easy, and Sam makes it easy for us here as we were talking a little bit about the Padres. Sam, Chris and I were talking about the starting rotation, particularly Joe Musgrove, you Darvish. They had a, a, yeah. a little bit of a weird uh, spring training last year. They have come in fully seeming like ready to hit the ground running here in 2024. Yeah. Um, we got a little bit of a kind of peek inside of 
uh, perhaps what the Padres are thinking at the top of this rotation. Joe Musgrove will get an opportunity to start the first uh, spring training game on Thursday. Uh, just listening to how that conversation broke down in the scrum, I, it feels like Joe could, assuming everything stays the same, could be on his way to starting uh, that op- home opener, <laughs> or not home opener, Korea opener uh, a month from now. Yeah, it certainly sounds like Joe is going to start one and you will start the other. Which order they go in, I, I don't know that we can project out that far. And I think Mike Schultz has been pretty clear that he doesn't want us, I guess, as media and, and the fans to read too far into who's starting Cactus League games at this point. But it certainly seems that way, and it would make all the sense in the world that with those two games just sitting out there uh, in, in mid-March that you'd want Joe and you to pitch those games. And the good news with those two guys, regardless of how it ultimately shakes out for the games in Korea, is that they both are healthy and looking good and feeling good. Uh, Joe threw a bullpen today, and they seemed really pleased with how he looked and seemed like he was very pleased with how it went. And you Darvish yesterday threw a live BP, and from the looks of it, they were pleased with how that went. And they're healthy, which is very important. So we know how important those two are to the very top of this rotation. And I'm with you, Tony. I, I think, you know, if you sort of read the tea leaves based on who's starting uh, at least uh, Thursday's game in Joe Musgrove, yes, I would say probably a pretty good chance that he will start one of those games in Korea, how it ultimately schedules out, who yeah. knows, as we get closer. But, uh, yeah, I, w- I would still say I would, you know, if, if both are healthy, I would be pretty surprised if Darvish and, and Musgrove weren't starting those two games. But, like I said, Mike Schultz uh, has, has you know, kind of urged us not to read too <laughs> <laughs> too far into it yet, which I understand. So, so I... we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll get answers. But, uh, hey, it'll be good to see Joe out there on a – uh, you know, on a, a real mound against real uh, opponents on Thursday, along with Michael King and Yuki Matsui, uh, supposed to pitch on Thursday against the Dodgers as well here in Peoria. And tell you what, a lot of rave reviews about him yeah, from his live yeah. BT yesterday and what he's looked like. So good stuff on Yuki too. A lot of uh, get a chance to see some of these new pieces the Padres have, some of the old pieces that have been very good in a Padre uniform starting on Thursday. Sam, appreciate the time, man. We'll be doing this quite often over the next month. Uh, and keep enjoying that weather, man. Yeah, I will. Tony, we need you out here. I'm excited for you to get here, and you can join in on the Peoria fun, all the <laughs> all the great times here in Peoria. So I'll see you soon. <laughs> all right, Sammy, take care, brother. Sammy Levitt. Uh, out in Peoria. Does Sammy throw a nice, uh, nice uh, mean party over there in Peoria? You Bring know, everybody, have everybody a, come by. As we talked Cocktails about, and such. As we talked about last year, Sammy was having time of his life for the first two weeks last year. Yeah, and then at some point he hit that wall and he just oh. looked like he was ready to come home. Oh. Uh, so well, I'm happy to he's... hear that he is enjoying himself right now. He'll be, he'll be better prepared this year, hopefully. I, I feel like Sam's the guy who, when he throws a party, he m- makes sure that there are plenty of hors d'oeuvres ready to go. <laughs> Just, I don't know why. <laughs> That's a that great observation. Like stuff mushrooms. <laughs> and they're, they're all, like, frozen because he doesn't have the time to actually make everything. <laughs> see, I, I don't see him as having a frozen. I have Everything is perfect. Oh, he's chopping. Yeah, he, uh, him and Don Arcillo are chopping things up. <laughs> Let's get to break. Daily Gambit on the way. We made some bets. See how we did on the other side. We're going to Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.